Testing the audio, but uh, Miguel, you should you should use that clip. <laughs> now gay. <laughs> <laughs> now sucking cock. In the next one, there should be a super like gay raptor. That was just on the on the robot voice um, note. I was just thinking, you know, what if you had the um, the give head two oh nine? It's like undo your pants. You have thirty seconds to comply. <laughs> See, that's funnier than anything in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. More like Jurassic World Fallen Arches for me storming out of the theater <laughs> midway through this piece of shit. No, I'm just kidding. I don't watch movies in the theater. What do you think I am? Jurassic World's Fallen Kingdom. More like Jurassic World Fallen Asleep. Hold on, let me... Get your audacity up, bitch. I, I have my audacity up. I just wanted to reset <laughs> my recording. Okay. All right, welcome to mean to welcome to regular marvelous. Uh, <laughs> I'm I'm your host, regular Netscape. I'm Stu. Hi, I'm Nicole. We're what we uh we watched bleh, we watched Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The uh, <laughs> no, no, it's not the worst Jurassic World movie because the, the I haven't seen the, the last the first one. one the, is the first the, one is just boring. This is <laughs> the the last gasp I think of when. Studio like big studio pictures could be genuine schlock. Like this movie's dumb in a way they don't let them be dumb anymore. Question, uh, but it's bad. Question: Is this the stupidest thing we have watched for this podcast, or at least, if not the stupidest, at the very least, equal to Suicide Squad twenty sixteen? This is dumber than Suicide Squad. 2016. I agree. I think this I mean, is dumber than Suicide, Suicide Squad twenty sixteen. Is more of a dumb guy movie but this is dumb like i said um this movie halfway through just turns into resident evil with dinosaurs and i don't mean um dino crisis uh so it's like there's just i'm just gonna cut right to the chase halfway through the movie the island where most of these movies is set explodes and they they know as arc all these dinosaurs to a secret lab under a mansion <laughs> They airlift them onto boats. Yeah, that belongs to just not John Hammond. This like other John Hammond <laughs> that that's been retconned in. Played, uh, by, played by James Cromwell, who's cool. I like James Cromwell. Yeah, he's, he's cool. cool. He like glued his hand to a Starbucks because they were charging extra for oat milk, and he was like, "That's <laughs> vegan discrimination." So he's like the perfect amount of crank that belongs in like some some kind of movie about dinosaurs but it's just boring i i mean he's also been arrested at protests for things that matter so i think he's he's cool he, he's just a, he's just a, a, a like a, a good crank where he has a bunch of he's like, just a he's just a he's 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 boomer excellence uh yeah. he's harmless but this this movie has a gothic mansion with a secret lab under it a genetics lab and 
at the end of the movie, a whole horde of like wily Orientals and 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 villainous Slavics descending their on the lab to, 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 to do a live silent auction for dinosaurs. I wish Hosted. it looked like the live silent auction from from uh, uh, Batman and Robin, where they've got like they got like a Fidel Castro looking dude. They've got like Fu Manchu. <laughs> well, it is almost like that. cherry like, on top because the, the they're all auction... wearing suits though. Well, the auction is hosted by Toby Jones wearing like a child pageant like flipper for his teeth. Yeah. So he's just got these terrible <laughs> veneers in. Toby Jones, who like shout out to you. You've been like, I mean, we haven't seen him since uh, Winter Soldier, but like, I just rewatched The Mist this weekend with my mom and sister. He's the best thing about that movie. He's a great fucking actor, and he he just keeps getting in these shitty franchise movies. He's a he's, he's, he's the guy that looks like a, a giant baby. He's in Barbarian Sound Studio. Is he the guy, the giant baby looking guy that's also yes. in yeah. Yes. Paradise? Or is that a different Wait, guy? is he a fan of the paradise? No. He would have been is, he would have been like a teenager. I'm gonna I I'm going to have to rewatch Fan of the Paradise for October, so I will like confirm, but him. I don't think so. Are you thinking of Swan? That's not Toby Jones. Yeah. That's Toby not Jones. No, that's not Toby Jones. That's yeah. not Toby Jones. But can I can I also just like lay this up front because I know our listeners are gonna be like bothering us about this? Like, well, well, guys, why? You didn't do the first Jurassic World. Why are you doing the second one? Well, because you know, it's you know, boring. Well, no, I. There's, there's more of a reason. You know how, okay. you know how Cole will occasionally be like, "Oh, my contract, my, I, I can't talk about right because I, I already did that on another podcast." Yeah. I also have a contract. I, I don't really talk about it much. Um, and it's not a, a it's a contract in writing and uh, mental understanding between me and Stu. Um, those who know me know that among the the films that I consider the worst ever made in in the sense of I think humanity and the world would be a better place without them. Like spiritually offensive. Spiritually offensive to my very core. Like, and, and the people who witnessed my complete fucking meltdown when it, we me we watched Ready Player One will know what that manifests as. That is Jurassic World. I saw that with my dad and my sister, and I was fucking fuming um, over it. It is uh, among, again, one of the worst pieces of shit I have ever watched. Um, and we'll, I'm, we're going to get into sort of, uh, if we run out of things to say about this deeply stupid movie, what we can always rely on is the fact that... Uh, uh, he didn't direct this this sequel, but he is the co-writer. Uh, Book of Henry director Colin Trevorrow is. Uh, let's Miguel insert the little clip of uh, uh, the trumpet guy uh, Doug. Oh, Doug Levinson. Yeah. Go to a studio and rehearse. Maybe someday you'll learn. You suck. You're no talent, piece of shit. Get out! How dare you come down here and do this? I'm here 14 years. I've lived in this time. I hope like you're a disgrace. You suck. That's how I feel. He, he doesn't um, respect the dinosaurs that serve as the foundation on which creativity is built. Absolutely not. Um, and I also, yeah. So I, in my contract, basically, 
I not only am I'm, I'm, I'm not going to watch Bright, and I'm not going to watch Jurassic World. So sorry, not happening. But I, the I only the only reason the only reason I was like, all right, let's do Fallen Kingdom was because Stu described that the back half of this movie was Resident Evil in a in a mansion with dinosaurs, and I was like, that sounds profoundly stupid, but by virtue of that stupidity, a better movie than what this yeah, is sequel this to. This movie, I think, is not, it's not quite as so bad it's good. It's not, too much of it is still just boring, modern blockbuster, like, bullshit that isn't really any fun. But uh, it has its moments. If, if you're stuck on an airplane and you have to watch a Jurassic World movie, you're better off watching this one than the other two. <laughs> this is... Yeah, this will probably I, I be would, the best one. I would just one. watch a different movie. I would, just, <laughs> I would too. If you, if you had they to pick, you, they let if you watch if other movies on the airplane. I would. If your if your list if, is like pretty constrained, um, if, if if they don't, I'm going box cutter, baby. <laughs> that's that. That's what happened in 9/11. It's just that the only in-flight movie was the English Patient. I mean, no one knows what that is. If. If you feel like giving a, do you want to try giving a summary of the first half? Concise this? plot summary. I Concise sure do. Concise plot summary, and we won't, and I won't, I promise, I won't sing, Still is gay, nerd gay, still well, is gay. I already did it, so. Yeah, but I, that's, I don't know if Miguel's going to edit that in. And look, I, I don't, I don't mind, um, you know, I'm secure enough in my masculinity that I'm not bothered yeah, by that's being why called it's funny. a homosexual. That's why it's funny. But I just, I don't want the women listening to get the wrong idea. You know, I th- yeah, they think I'm actually gay. They they might not slide into my DMs. That's just all I'm worried about. We're going to get you a pog wife. Don't worry. <laughs> um, remember, wives, they're back in pog form. Uh, okay, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. So after the events of the first film, which were just the events of the first film, um, <laughs> uh, Bryce Dallas Howard is running an NGO trying to save the dinosaurs uh the volcano on the island's gonna erupt and kill all of them which would just solve all the problems it would just fix everything yes, yes! she keeps like like buying sh- like like attaching balloons to shipping containers and talking about how she needs to construct additional platforms uh <laughs> it- what 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 well, you said NGOs, and I was reminded of uh, of, of uh, Metal Gear Solid Five. Okay, those are FOBs. That is, I, I'm sorry, no, that's different. They have, fucking no, they have derailment. They have, derailment. They have they have the NGOs that they task you with with like collecting the, the animals. Okay, there are like NGOs in the game. Yeah. Okay. The, all right. Okay. I'd right, I forgot about the side sake. quest. Okay, so Metal Gear Solid Five. Has a side quest, ongoing side quest, where you tranquilize animals and send them up into the sky in a balloon to be put in a zoo on your uh, oil platform base. Oh, wow. oh, I can't wait to play that. It's the best video game ever made. To save them from war zones. Can't wait to watch you play that. <laughs> you oh, also do this awesome. with human beings. Because there's that, there's that. Oh one yeah, that's shit. how you recruit guys to be in your private army. Is you uh, you you abduct them with balloons. Well, it's so there's funny. That, there's that one uh, the shot end, in the movie. Oh, sorry. The go end, ahead. Like you're, you're, you know, if you want to clear a base, like the easiest way to do it is basically just to to like practice an advanced form of eugenics, where you tranquilize everyone using like like tranquilizer darts, uh, s- scan them and see if they're like valuable to you, 
And then if not, you just shoot them in the head. Like yeah, you, you can unlock binoculars, like an upgrade for your binoculars that will yeah, like tell you if a guy binoculars. has like good if he's like good at being a guard or whatever. Yeah, yeah his his cranial ridge is yeah, uh, yeah. is big just, enough. It's anyway, just like that. Um, yeah, it, there that 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 one shot where we both lost our shit of the the dinosaurs being uh, just the, the Chinook helicopters just car- carrying T Rexes to a boat. Anyway, um, that would be sick if they had dinosaurs in MGS five. Bryce Dallas Howard inexplicably <laughs> is now a, a bleeding heart lib, and she's got two annoying epic millennials who just the movie constantly grinds to a halt so they can do terrible bits. Um, what race are they? Describe describe them how you described to me when I joined. Uh, <laughs> you the, did the other night. Well, there's like a very slightly goth, like vaguely Latina girl, and then there's just like a, no, a, dude, a shrieking, like socially anxious. She's not uh, Asian. She's white. I thought she the was like pampers, like she was like in one of those like Hitler right Argentine. Yeah, maybe Latinas. You know, the doctor is like she's like she's like Korean, dude. Oh, well, first maybe. of all, she's the, she's she's not a person. She's a, a pantomime of a character. And yeah, tricks. anyway, the, the point is they're just like really annoying Hollywood movies, millennials from a 2010s movie. Um, oh, I, um, and what you said was uh, it's an annoying light skin when Cole joined the call while we were watching the movie. I, I was speaking to Cole in Cole's fuck? own she's parlance. Not, she's not uh, Korean? What the <laughs> fuck? She's not Korean. She's not her Asian. Her name is Daniela Panetta. I she told you. I fucking told you. Right, I don't even know what her name then. was. I can just, I can white tell. Look, white I'm, passing Latinas be white passing Latinas. I, I'm not an, I've, I've got enough what? Anglo in my blood. I don't even need the calipers. I can just eyeball <laughs> someone and 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 she know looked, all the divots looked, in their skull. She looked. Maybe this is racist of me, but like annoying doctor, like like a doctor that wants to like help people for real is such a like Korean woman character in movies. Well, she's, you know? she's like, okay, she's, like more, she's basically more Dern's character from Jurassic Park, but if 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 she'd been kicked in the head by a donkey multiple times. Okay, and, Laura and, Dern, and famous Korean woman. Famous Korean woman. She's Laura kind of Dern. that. She did the, she did that, the um, that Twitter that Twitter screenshot of the guy that was a a, a writer on the new DuckTales. It's a screenshot of the Latina DuckTales oh, character. God. She's like, oh, oh no, that, I don't want to think about that. That, that <laughs> saucy teenage Latina about to literally. destroy your fragile oh, male yeah, ego. That's, that's this character. She's you know, pretty like much. He, she gets called a nasty woman at one point. We had to she rewind by Ted Levine. It's really just on the note. It's so bad. Okay. Um, Anyways, continue. Okay, I'm going back. Anyway, to, I'm going back to cutting out. Bryce Dallas Howard is is roped by a uh, um, James Cromwell and his totally on the up and up, extremely legit like guy who handles Ryan everything Reynolds, for him. Yeah. Who's yeah, an off brand Ryan Reynolds, who's totally not uh, Paul Reiser from Aliens. Bad, he's definitely not uh, the bad guy. By the way. Uh, ropes her into roping Chris Pratt into uh, uh, t- into going to this island to uh, uh, rescue the dinosaurs, specifically to get Blue, which is of all of um, Chris Pratt's like raptor puppies, trained raptor puppies is like the really special one. That's yeah, really Blue smart. Is, Blue is like my is like Ken to Chris Pratt. No, Ken's a moron. It's, that's <laughs> why he's good. That's why you love him. But the blue's blue's supposed to be smart. I know. I, um, I, I'm saying his relationship to blue can be likened to my relationship with Ken. 
I I raised him. <laughs> what okay. happened to the other like like smart as hell raptors? Uh, they, 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 die? Die. they die. Who knows? Um, I think they died. The movie is not thinking that hard about it. Did, did they get off screen? I think they. Okay. I, I don't know. I mean, K- Bryce Dallas Howard's complete characterization was done off screen. So a lot, a lot of oh, shit what, between, okay. in these movies is done off screen. She's a different person in this movie than she was in the first one. Just a completely different. Yeah, person. Yeah, because there's backlash, and they're they're writing to that backlash. Anyways, I'm gonna I'm gonna give her. I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt and say she's never done anything in the wrong in her life ever. Uh, anyway, um, uh, so I completely lost my uh, train of thought. Uh, Thank they, you. They, they got to go to the, they they go to the, go to the uh, island. So you get a bunch of really dumb set pieces where like they, they get betrayed by the mercenary army guys hired by the the, the bad guy. Led, led by and Ted Levine. Get, yeah, and you just get these like really bad set pieces where like tranquilized Chris Pratt is slowly rolling away from really slow lava or where a, a dinosaur corners oh, Bryce so Dallas bad. Howard and the annoying guy in a bunker and there's just a curtain of lava that it's like trying to bite them through but it can't and the lava just like mildly annoys it instead of like burning right through its skull <laughs> you um, were so annoyed by I'm that so annoyed me, by that it's like it's lava still watch it's this fucking together. lava man and they treat it like it's like a mild irritant like it's like like semi watered down bleach. Yeah, we were cinema sensing this movie the whole fucking way through because it is that stupid. <laughs> well, that's the thing. If 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 you get me cinema sensing, it's just a sign that your movie's not yeah. holding my attention because you can do all that stuff with the first Jurassic Park, but you don't because it's a good movie. Exactly. Um, but again, it's just it, they're trying to do because Jurassic Park as a movie is after the initial like setup. It's kind of a series of set pieces. It's it's structured like an amusement park ride. Um, oh, they, they like they they like um, I hate to say it, but they lampshade the structure of the movie with them being like they they're in the little uh, amusement park thing and they're watching the little cartoon and they see the lab and they just like force the bars off and get up and it kind of yeah. matches how the whole the park gets derailed. You know, it's the whole movie has this meta amusement park ride structure, but it's it's a series of set escalate like set pieces that just escalate and escalate like the 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 uh, truck chasing Sam Neil and the in the boy down the tree. Is a perfect example of that, right? Well, the, we're back in um, the car again. Yeah, yeah. Um, and this movie, like these other movies, they all try to do that, but the set pieces just aren't good for no. a variety of, the, of the, reasons. There's, just there's staging, exactly editing, badly composite CGI. All these things just add up. There is um, one moment where a set piece kind of works, and it's when they're in the fucking uh, spherical ball, and it's going underwater. And you know that's that's the the one thing with a little bit of. That's the closest, the closest, the closest thing. They get. Yeah. Big um, but uh, so they, they escape all the set pieces. They jump a truck onto the dinosaur ark, and nobody <laughs> notices. Like there's all these like they're supposed no. to be left for dead, but just kind of like nobody notices they're there. They just um, Bryce Dallas Howard like puts on a hat and 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 then there's a shot. And they, they, they have and then to um. <laughs> the island is being engulfed with the volcano, which apparently oh, was lo- in the book. The, <laughs> the slow mo. Uh, it's in the lo- it's at the end of uh, it's in uh, it's the end of Lost World. The volcano erupts on the island. The book. Yeah, this um, is also just the Lost World too. But yeah, yeah there's a brontosaurus. So, yeah, the slow mo and- brontosaurus getting engulfed in flame and the sad <laughs> oh music and everybody's God. watching. And being like moved to tears. <laughs> this movie expects everyone to be so sentimental about the dinosaurs, like so just in love with the dinosaurs. We are supposed to be afraid of the dinosaurs. Well, That's we're the supposed whole to be. 
in awe of them too. Like the, the first awe. movie is, it but it's it's just like it's 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 oh no, your buddies from your childhood. It's just it's like the yeah. problem I had with Logan. It's just leaning so hard on on the fact that you watched the first Jurassic Park when you were five years old. Um. Anyway, the the next dumb set piece is they have to the the blue the raptor has been shot, and they have to give her a blood transfusion from the T Rex. This I, doesn't make any sense. You know and the T Rex is like tranquilized in like a cage. It couldn't actually po- in a shipping container. Yeah. It couldn't possibly fit in. Um, um, what what's, what's funny, funny is uh, before literally that moment, I didn't realize that like the Jurassic Park island was the same as the Jurassic World island. R- really? I don't know, dude. No, it's the same thing. And not only do I like not give a shit about the like Jurassic World movies, but I never really cared that much out about the like the original Jurassic Park film. No, you you cared more about like Dino Legos. Yeah, (laughs) Cole's a big Carnosaur fan. Roger Corman's Carnosaur. Yeah, I, I like. I don't know if Jurassic Park means anything to Zoomers, uh, but if you're a millennial, it's, it's a like well-made film. But it's like, I just don't care. Like, it's like, it's fine. I don't know. It's a four. It's a, yeah, it's a four out of five. Yeah, but but yeah. if you saw it when you were three years old, it was a pretty big deal. Um, also, it was like the second movie to ever use CGI. Well, after Terminator Two, uh, uh, blood uh, transfusion. And blood transfusion, um, and that's just kind of a time-filling set piece. It doesn't go anywhere. That, that's that's the only time uh, Bryce Dallas Howard really does anything. Yeah, I guess it, no I mean, one really does of, any. No one does anything in these movies. So there's a really. lot of moving. Pe- this is one of those movies that has like way more moving pieces than it needs to do what it wants to do. Um, anyway, we, we arrive at the mansion. Everybody gets captured, and uh, now it's time to talk about this little girl that's been showing up in movies. Like James Cromwell is a granddaughter. Uh, and she can't decide whether to speak in an American or a British accent, so she just goes between both at random times. Yeah, yeah. They 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 have the they they give the nanny a line about like instructing her to use a British accent, like it's Pygmalion, just to explain her bad accent rather Ma- than just letting no her sense. act in an American accent. Makes no sense though. But uh, surprise, surprise, she's not actually James Cromwell's granddaughter. She's a clone of his daughter who died. Wait, is uh, he? A, is she a clone of? Yeah, she's a clone of James Cromwell's. Of his, she's not a clone of of Richard Attenborough's granddaughter. No, no. But James Cromwell was. Uh, he, he was. He was I'm like first ri- spoken about be- before this movie, of course. Yeah, like most Richard of Attenborough's like best friend partner. and business partner that was that they've just retconned into this movie. He was, he was his side. He also has no idea that a uh, 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 black market. Yeah, operation he's, and, he's, and genetics lab is under his mansion yeah because he's in a wheelchair and old and dying yeah he's old and dying <laughs> he's, and he can't and go not, downstairs guys not paul riser from aliens who's also not um uh 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 ryan reynolds he has secret has built a secret dinosaur lab under this guy's it's mansion so fucking stupid. and is holding an auction there and doing all this shit that. and he has no idea until near the end no. of the movie when when uh, he gets just summary summarily killed, um, and we do some well, no, like just, yeah he does, he just and then we do does. some like people under the stairs chasing a little girl around a mansion shit and um, this is so boring. But anyway, yeah, the little girl's a clone, and uh, after being chased around the mansion a bunch, she runs into Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, who kind of adopt which her. happens a lot to women that are on the run. Yeah, they get captured by Chris Pratt and forced to go to his 
creepy church. Then, uh, oh yeah, there's a, a they introduce a, a new super raptor that is uh, guided by a laser pointer. It's supposed to be used by the military because they so literally sweet. say it's like the ultimate military oh, yeah, weapon, where it's like. So- you know, not a missile or a tank or a fighter jet or anything. They made but that a, one for a, Obama. An animal. He <laughs> <laughs> was like, he was like, oh, I want to do. That was the new program um, after drones. They're gonna do was, drone. Yeah, they're was, gonna do drone raptors next. The um, drone program is no longer polling uh, among my uh, constituents. I would like a different kind of weapon that uh, will not uh, will not look as bad in the polls. <laughs> yeah. Obama, towards the end of his administration, he was trying to pivot to the fucking sick demographic. He was like, "Yeah, if I if I release footage of of fucking like like Omar Gaddafi getting chewed to death by a raptor, then there will be to be present. They'll they'll stop asking where I was born." My uh, key demographic, my voter base, is millennials, and uh, the polls show that millennials like dinosaurs. <laughs> So instead of a drone program, we're going to have a dinosaur program. Just just sicking a whole batch of velociraptors on an Afghan wedding. <laughs> the reason like. the reason why these movies are bad is because they're they're fundamentally they they take the idea of like what if dinosaurs were around and then they're like hold on we can't do anything cool with that we have to like <laughs> directly follow up the Steven Spielberg movie like at no they always hit like oh the bad ending is like. What if the government had dinosaurs? But then, like, the status quo at the end of those movies is all always objectively worse than, like, the military having dinosaurs. Yeah, yeah. So, so get to the... the I'll get the, to the ending. So, yeah. uh, it, 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 a bunch of shit happens. There's a big chase sequence. Uh, the good velociraptor fights the evil raptor. Uh, and then it, uh, it, it falls through a window and gets impaled. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, uh, not Paul Reiser and Aliens gets eat, gets eaten by T Rexes. Uh, anyway, uh, the, there's a lab. There's there's a bunch of uh, poison gas leaking in the dinosaur lab, and uh, Bryce Ellis Howard is going to hit the big red "Let the Dinosaurs it's Out" button. It's literally a big red button. Big red button. But she can't bring herself to do it because it's like you know they're an invasive species. They're gonna, literally going to fuck up the ecosystem, or more likely, one of, one of the, they're going to the, die because the they don't. They're not suited to our ecosystem. Of this movie um, is the rationality of we have to save the dinosaurs, and like to be honest, in retrospect, I think this was like a I'm like you know, Trump era like resistance brained shit is like trying to draw a, a if not one to one, just like a a limping attempt between like. Oh my god, are the dinosaurs immigrants? immigrants? Oh Jesus yes. Christ, I think probably were thinking that too. Oh, these... Yeah. You know what? I support the strike, but at the same time, man, some of these writers. Well, the, uh, the writers are, should are be specifically Colin Trevorrow, and I don't have my, my notes up, but his 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 uh uh his fucking bitch bitch baby. His quado, his, uh, his fucking Renfield. So at the very end, the little girl, uh, Bryce Dallas Howard won't hit the button, and the little girl does, and she says, they're alive just like me, because, see, they're both clones. They're, they're both, they're both genetically clones. engineered So a, a little I girl was... that is genetically human, because she's cloned from another little girl, is the same as a dinosaur that is genetically cloned from a dinosaur and also a frog. <laughs> Imagine, okay. imagine seeing that makes sense. Imagine sure, seeing why not? Drop, 
drop napalm on a T-Rex. This is the, that is the fucking sickest thing I can imagine. And they're like, no, we can't do that. We have to like, yeah, we have to make and, the dinosaurs and, Mexicans and, now. And no, they, no, wait, no, it's not the volcano. It's not the volcano eruption. Is it the volcano? I, the, I also it's thought the they volcano. got bombed in the in one of the books too. Maybe at the end of the first, like the one. Air Force, like like napalm. I think that's. The I think that's. The I, I might be getting my wires crossed. I read those books. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to see a cruise missile fucking hit a pterodactyl. Like, I don't give a shit. Well, about, I mean, that's that's the thing. Like the, the idea that dinosaurs have. Like here's the thing. So during the auction scene, they're like grinning and 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 away because they're making all this money off of dinosaur auction. He, 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 he. We are so evil. He, Genetically he, he. engineering dinosaurs has to cost a lot of money. And the amount of money they're making is less money than this movie made. So, like, they're making less money on real dinosaurs than than they would have on a movie about dinosaurs. And it's supposed to be this, like, big deal thing. And they're also, like, selling them, like, it's like $5 million for a raptor. It's like, I mean, fuck, man. Like, you can get, like, a tank for, like, 5 to $10 million. And a tank is way better than a raptor. Yeah, but, like, I want to see. Isn't it? Like, am I wrong? <laughs> But if you want to make money, you sell an F thirty five that costs like one hundred and twenty million. <laughs> can I? Can I? Can I just say I? I? I kind of and I, I said this before we recorded, but I kind of gave up in compiling notes for this movie because, like, most of what I was writing was just like me joking about killing myself and everyone around me. Because the the fact that these movies consistently make like over a billion dollars just it was like an insane black pill moment for me. Like I just, but here's like, this, this movie needs to be like 100% dumb. This movie either it's like, a, like all these movies actually, they need to be a hundred percent dumber or a hundred percent smarter or both. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause they're yeah. not campy and schlocky and, and fun enough. They don't have enough like outrageous magic ideas, but they also don't, follow their concepts to their logical conclusions in a way that's interesting the one the one scene that i think like the one if there's one part in this movie that's just like this is full-on schlock that i i think is probably the actual standout just because of how fucking dumb it is it is one that indoraptor uh or as you called the pedoraptor the pedoraptor yeah because it chases the, the little girl around and like but it goes, climbs into her it, sneaks into her bedroom it, and is like molesting opens, her in the bed it opens her window like with its and like like Nosferatu, its shadow is like creeping towards this little girl, like putting its like long ass acrylics out, like like fucking Bella Lugosi. I, I, I just watched Bram Stoker's Dracula last night, uh, the Coppola movie, and it, it is like weirdly almost like that. It, but it's also like, why isn't this thing just smashing through the window and getting? Why is this girl? who's like, she's supposed to be like one of those precocious, smart, resourceful kids. Why is, Why is she hiding under, under the blankets the in her blankets? fucking bed? Hide better, like earlier, bitch. she was smart enough to hide in the dumb waiter, but now she runs up to her room and hides under the blanket. I, it's just like uh. there is. I do have something of. I do have a bit of an answer as to that specific scene and and tone because, as I mentioned, this was not directed by uh, the demon, the no talent hack known as uh, Colin Trevorrow. Um, but uh, a man by the name of J.A. Bayana, uh, who is known for the horror movie The Orphanage, which I, I haven't seen. Um, but apparently that movie was enough to get him 
recognized by the the producers of this wonderful film who are of course the producers of the original Jurassic Park, you know, Spielberg, Kathleen Kennedy, uh Frank, what's his name? Uh uh I almost said Frank Reynolds. <laughs> Frank Reynolds. <laughs> We're making a movie. Uh, <laughs> No, no uh, um, arachnophobia. Frank Marshall. Frank, Frank Marshall. Marshall, and more importantly, Congo, which oh, we, we we should do an episode of Congo. That that Congo needs to be someone's alternate pick. Uh, sh- I already shouts got mine. out. Speaking shout of movies, Congo. I saw when I was a toddler. Shouts out arachnophobia, which was if you're like if you're like a year old, is genuinely traumatic. Michael Crichton is so goaded at like re- like just stupid movies that your dad thinks are smart. Yeah, and well, stupid books that your dad thinks. Yeah, are it's, yeah, like, it's like it's like what what if aliens show? He's like he's like Harry Turtle Dove, but for like the current day, where he's like, what if aliens showed up and they had fucking AK forty seven? People, yeah, well, people really like Michael Crichton. He was sort of like Tom Clancy, where like people thought he like really knew what he was talking about, but he didn't. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. like, okay. it, like that's what, which makes his books really entertaining because they're like the stupid future. <laughs> like I want to live in the world where like where like dinosaurs exist and there's like a a gorilla with a laser is trying. To <laughs> yeah, that'd be sick. But yeah, Bayana initially declined uh, the offer to direct this movie because he didn't think he had enough time to prepare. Which, dude, trust your first instincts. Yeah. Um, but he only signed off because of the screenplay for this. Which was written um, by like Colin Trevorrow and um, his his fucking writing partner going on a road trip together after like the first movie release. Which yeah, this this reads this is very clearly a movie written by two shitheads like doing bits to each other like for. 48 72 hours straight or however long it takes you to go cross country i don't fucking know um but he only bayona only signed on because he read the last half of that screenplay which is like this movie is cut down the middle basically we go to the mansion and spend the rest of the movie there yeah it is does the, feel like, like two oh, different movies i can do a together. horror movie thing here yeah which, like, again, like, you know, when the 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 super raptor, when it it plays dead and tricks Ted Levine into coming into its cage and then eats them, like, that's all right. Uh, there's an op- the opening, like, first minute of this movie is actually not bad. That it, we, I think I said, oh, this is just like when we were watching uh, Valerian and for the first, like, five minutes, we're like, this is this is decent. Yeah. But yeah. it's going to get bad very quickly. Yeah. Well, I mean, really, as soon as Chris Pratt gets on screen, things really start going to shit. I'm so sick of Chris Pratt. F- for me, it's it was the um, this no, is something the, I want to. It's the Zillennials. Uh, well, no, before that, even riffing like out. rewind slightly. The the introduction first shot of Bryce Dallas Howard's Claire is is the shot of her coming off of the elevator in high heels because. If if y'all remember from the first movie, people and and I'm I'm including myself in there because I thought also thought it was deeply stupid. Uh, people gave that movie a lot of shit because her character spends the entire movie running in heels, especially that one really deeply stupid shot of her running away from the tree wrecks holding a flare in heels. Uh, 
because a lot of people. I remember thinking, why don't you kick your shoes off and run barefoot? What a are you doing? Lot of people. I, I agree. She should. She should. Yeah, Bryce Dallas. Uh, Dallas Heat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to. I'm trying to see her run barefoot. I'll never get the foot thing, but go with God. But so much of this movie. So much of this movie feels like, you know, and this is this is a trend we've also seen in, in the other franchise mil- like films is just like writing against criticism and writing against like, you know, discourse and people's responses to like previous centuries. It's so fucking smug. And it's, oh, that, it's, that it's is that yeah, smugness the- that is is at the sort of pitch black heart that occupies uh colin trevorrow's uh concave chest uh um less a heart and more of like a a a a, like maggot ridden piece of shit (laughs) god you really hate this guy oh the way the way cole talks about james gunn is how i feel about colin trevorrow um, I'm going through Bryce Dallas media tab on Twitter. It's great. Miguel, feel free to bleep this, but like, I, I want to do Mexican drug cartel shit to that man. Like, if I see him, it is on fucking site. I just, I just, and this is, I found this as as the resident uh, researcher of the program. I made the terrible we're gonna, mistake we're to gonna kidnap uh, Colin Trevorrow. We're gonna all be wearing like bags over our heads. I'm gonna have a Nicole's gonna have a great big machete. We're gonna be have just like no, the, I'm gonna the, I'm gonna have the, a the, bunch the most of like, grainy 2004 DV cam footage, and it's like I'm Universal have, like, Pictures. Jump. You have one <laughs> week to send us ten million dollars, or we behead this man. <laughs> no, I'm gonna like get like jumper cables and like. Attach them to his balls. Zap. <laughs> uh, Colin Trevorrow, who's well among the most like the highest grossing sort of people in Hollywood uh, at at this time, I I would guess the fact that all of these Jurassic World movies have made they've made at a least a billion dollars. He got his start. He got his start with a little nine minute short film called Home Base. About uh, uh, a man who whose girlfriend breaks up with him because she wants to see other people. And as revenge, he fucks her mom. That's just the plot of like an average video on Pornhub. But, but and, and, no, that's, and, what I said. that's what I said. I was like, this is regular porn. It's, it's so funny. Yeah, I, it looks like it's shot like cut out scenes from a porn. And it he came it, up with a porn plot and then like sort of like devoted 5% of the script to playing into how, like, inherently absurd the plot is, and then just cut out, like, the raw fucking of the porn, and it's like, yeah, this is now an art film. I'd respect him more if he just had the the raw fucking. And I'm just gonna say this straight up, um, I think Col- uh, Colin Trevorrow is misogynist, um, because that movie caps off with one of the most misogynistic spiels or string of words I've ever heard emitted from an actor that's just being played as a joke. Um, just stomach churning stuff. And again, I had like just not over this specific movie, but just like where it fits into the like cosmology of contemporary cinema and, you know, the, the, the current understanding of the blockbuster, the fact that this this man went on to 
be handed the keys to not one, but two major franchises. Yeah, they were going to give this guy a Star Wars. He was, I mean, I think one of the reasons he didn't actually direct this, because he was doing prep for uh, what would become Rise of Skywalker before Book of Henry tanked and, and he kicked him Book off of it. And then Book of Henry came out. And I, I think we should you, watch Book you, of Henry. If you've seen Book of, I haven't seen it, but a lot of people understand that movie a little better after watching that short film. Um, uh, yeah, let's, let's, let's do an oh episode God. of Book of Henry. Like the we we guys. that would be a good one to have like guests on because yeah, I yeah. I don't want to suffer through that I I need more people to share that's not you're not asking an easy thing of me to watch another movie from that deeply evil pedophile rape misogynist uh, necro uh uh murder child. I can, I can go on, Miguel. You can just bleep all those out, or just use just yeah. I can definitely, definitely bleep those out. <laughs> um, just just the, the man made some bad movies, and you're just calling him a pet. I, I want to see him skull to death. <laughs> Call it Trevor out if you are listening to this. I am going to. Okay, I got a pitch for the next Jurassic World movie, man. Like, they, they need to have, like, a half-man, half-dinosaur that, like, fucks. Like, kind of like, like the shape of water, kind of. They also, didn't they, didn't they CGI down her ass in this movie? Didn't they what? Didn't they, didn't they, like, CGI reduce her ass? Because she's, Bryce Dallas Howard, she's, she's packing some cakes. Uh, I it's, think they just cropped. They just cropped like the frame. We it is funny to be um, like removing her ass because it's too sexy, and that would be objectifying her or something. I think I'm I'm bleep this if this is maybe too much speculation. I think when when the original, uh, from what I know about her, she she gained a lot of weight after after having a kid, uh, and was like self conscious about that fact. But she's she's like really hot. But like the the whole body she's, positive. Yeah, she's very thing. pretty wasn't a thing in like 2014 when they were filming the first jurassic world so i think she asked them to be like hey can you keep my ass out of the shot oh that's that's so fucking sad oh yeah b- back when some people still thought they were supposed to have they need to have a small ass that's yeah oh that's perf- that's yeah because that's so because pogs sad. weren't like a thing until what? but she's oh. I, I, and admittedly this is this is just speculation because like it doesn't make sense that they would crop her ass out for like non for like sexual reasons. Not know? not yeah, not in 2014, 2015. We, we, yeah. we were we weren't quite there yet. Um I thought you meant for this one. Uh I don't know about for this one. I mean, admittedly it's not in the shot a bunch, so if it's possible that she uh that she is is uh you know still self-conscious about that but uh well she she shouldn't be because she's a good-looking lady you've got nothing to be ashamed she was single no she's not she (laughs) seems like a fun hang respect she can leave her man get lose the zero get with a hero come on yeah yeah. come on have some confidence yeah (laughs) yeah come move into my basement room with me i got i'm your best i'm your best wing woman come on she seems like a fun hang that's for sure I, i i uh I follow her on Twitter because she's like shockingly candid for a celebrity. 
They should have a poster. I respect any celebrity that like is a real honest to God poster and isn't just like, check out my new movie. She's not a, she's not a poster. She's not a poster, but she's just like willing to make herself look bad on the internet, to be honest. And I respect the hell out of it. Like, I, she, I respect that. that she, like, yeah. like that. she like quote tweeted like a Jimmy Kimmel appearance. And she was like, yeah, I cut my bangs by hand like right before. <laughs> Which is like, you know what? That's some shit I would do. Uh, Br- Bryce Dallas Howard, you are the marvelous smoke show of the week. Yeah, she's the barstool show smoke show of the week. Uh, I have I at one point I had more followers than her husband. Does this mean I can like prima nocta? Yeah, yeah, by law. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you can. I I say you can absolutely invoke that rule. But like that. Like that if, if any of you out there have less than two thousand followers on Twitter, I am going to fuck your wife. Sort sort of yeah. a, a a little bit of a thing worth discussing is, as with a lot of these movies, the the complete absence of sexuality. Uh, once again, invoking Rachel Benedict's uh, blood knife article. There. They have they have one scene they they have one scene where they vaguely where they they try to address uh, Chris Pratt and Bryce Ellis Howard being broken up after the end of the first movie. Oh, what is and it? It's, it's like he okay. It's like you the, wouldn't let me drive your fucking dumb. Yeah, it's van. the worst banter you've ever heard. It's terrible. Yeah, and, and he, it's, he they like have no chemistry. Off. <laughs> yeah, he like fucked off at the end of the movie thinking she was gonna follow him or something to live in a van down by it's literally the Chris Pratt well, no, the she, Chris she, Chris it, Farley bit about living in a van down by the river. He's, but he's that's building like a his cabin. Dream. He's building a cabin in the mountains at the start of this. And she's like, You you told me to leave. It's it's very stupid. It's like, well, you told me to leave and I told you to 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 to, to you to, you wouldn't come with me, and I told you I wouldn't and, go with and, you if you went where I wasn't. It's that stupid. It's, it's that stupid. And then yeah, a giant object. and then a giant vaudeville hook came out and and ended the scene. But it's just like they have no chemistry, and that's like all they get until kind of the end of the movie. There's like a little bit. It's like, but they're they're yeah. There's nothing that, there. That scene is the exact is the exact same scene that they used to explain why Han and Leia broke up broke up in the Star Wars sequels. It is. Oh, you're right. Oh shit! Yeah, you're right. There's can, listeners. Have you guessed by now that there is not an ounce of originality in this piece of shit? Because um, I, I also just basically this entire screenplay and most of its ideas is just like a cobbled together Frankenstein of a corpse of uh, the like draft screenplay for the Jurassic Park four. So the one after three that was never made, uh, parts of the Lost World, the 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 book and the movie, parts of Jurassic World three, which um, say what you will about that movie, but you mean it Jurassic gives a Park much, three? Yes, Jurassic Park three. Sorry, um, but say say what you will about that movie, there is a much more rational and better reason for why they returned to the island in that movie than there is in this one. <laughs> um, because I don't know if we've emphasized just how stupid the idea of how we got to go back to rescue the dinosaurs and save them is. Because interspersed throughout this entire movie is uh, they 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 paid Jeff Goldblum enough money, more more money for him to to come oh, shoot, at the, at the shoot some and scenes. Ends. He's at the very testifying and ends, before Congress. Not, yeah. He's- He's not like he's not playing Ian Malcolm. He's just doing the the default Jeff Goldblum shit. Oh yeah, he's he like, like shot that between like Travelocity or like uh, Liberty Mutual commercials. 
Well, there you know, there's uh, the there's, there's, there's dinosaurs and there's uh, there's nature. I mean, I love I love I love when Jeff Goldblum shows up in things. Dinosaurs are gonna happen. I like when he shows yeah. up in things, but yeah, he is he's 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 the only one like he's like testifying in front of he's Congress. Just like let, let the dinosaurs die on <laughs> the island and solve all of our yeah. problems, like which I support. And it's like here's like when they that's called the-, the first one Jurassic World, I thought that's like where they were going with that the first one. It's like the dinosaurs get off the island and now they're in the environment. Um, yeah, but they already did that at the end of The Lost World, where the T-Rex goes to California. No, but now they're like part of the ecosystem. It, it becomes a Jurassic World. And they, they spend two, two movies, it's two movies just getting to that premise, which is the only interesting premise they've got. There are, fly, there are some that fly. There are some that fly. Like, they can't, like, I don't know how far off this fucking island is from, from the far. coast, but like... It's like part the, of Nicaragua or something. There are pterodactyls. There are dinosaurs that fly. I'm sure they're they got out and are populating somewhere. And then there's the at the very beginning the the giant the giant like sea one that was like the big attraction in the first Jurassic World movie just gets out. Yeah, so yeah, that's, that's roaming around or like. And there is there is that I will say if there is one cool kind of cool shot in this movie, it is at that very end when you see the thing like going through a massive wave and a crowd of surfers because you get some sense of like scale yeah that's that's a kind of like yeah that's that's a good like there's a few good like the the and the and the beginning the beginning segment looks pretty good j.a bayana is is a reasonably competent director Uh, he's just yeah no he 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 took a paycheck job Direct, this is a director for hire shit. Yeah, yeah, it's just, you can't. I mean, you know, like, what if it was, what if it was bad, bad screenplay and just the problems of making a big studio picture franchise movie now? You just, you're not allowed to do anything cool. Um, very what if much. it was J.A. Manana and he was like, hey guys, I'll direct this tomorrow. I don't get I, it. I thought you were going to make a Vic Manana joke to be there, honestly. Oh, Mignonia. Mignogna, oh, Mignogna. sorry. Oh. Mignogna. That would be that would be a good idea too. No, I mean like Mignogna, like uh He's all, who is also uh, a pedophile, just like oh, yeah, he, the he did the mocap in the growling noise for the pedophile raptor. <laughs> <laughs> um, also known as uh, Colin Trevorrow. Um I'm sorry, Miguel. So here's the thing. I, I like. I remember reading about that Jurassic Park four pitch, and this is where it's like, in, in that world where, where like studios could still make outright schlock without worrying about having to be like, not like serious is the wrong word, but like they didn't ever want to be too, I guess, out there with stuff. Is is that the pitch was like, okay, so they've made military cyborg dinosaurs that have like machine guns and rocket launchers grafted to them. That would have been awesome. Like it'd be stupid. But it would be like entertainingly stupid. Like I would watch the shit out of that if they ever made that. Um, that's too good an idea. Uh, I have fun news in the comic book movie front. I guess apparently Matthew Vaughn allegedly passed on uh, directing the new James Bond movie because he's planning on working on a film for James Gunn's DC Cinematic Universe. Oh boy, that's now that's shaping out to be. Uh, oh, by the way, we forgot to mention uh, the top of the hour. Yeah, the writer strike ended, or it's, it's oh, yeah. officially going to end. Uh, and we found out because you, you, well, me and Stu were watching the movie. You were like, "Oh, guys, the writer strike just ended," and it 
felt wrong I did, I did to hear exactly that news in the middle of it. watching Jurassic World, a, a movie that just might as not have any credited screenwriters. Like, this is... Can you know what? Can well, I, wanna I, I wanna talk about that because that's the, the first Jurassic Park. Okay. We talked yes. a lot yes. about the special effects of first Jurassic Park because it represented using CGI in ways that played to its strengths and and elegantly mixing it with various practical effects, animatronics, blah blah blah, right? But the thing that actually makes that movie good, the, the, the reason it's like a movie is that it has a good screenplay and a, mm-hmm. a good yes. cast. Which, I mean, this movie has Chris Pratt aside, I think more or less a good cast. They just have nothing to work with. Um, this has a, a good screenplay and a good cast. It's a movie that, for all you remember, the dinosaur spectacle, it's like a movie you can quote a lot. They do move in herds. <laughs> yeah. Women inherit the earth. And, you know, uh, well, we're back girl. in the car like, there's again. Just a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of moments that you can just pull that stick in your brain of like dialogue and character interaction. Um, and, and there's a lot of like, it's really well structured. It's one of those movies you rewatch it again. There's all these little moments that foreshadow what's coming, little things that kind of reinforce the theme. Like even in the helicopter, um, Sam Neill has two female and seatbelt buckles. And he's trying to like yeah, get his seatbelt on yeah. and he ties them together. And that's like, and then later on, it's he finds all the dinosaurs are all engineered to be female. Without this frog DNA, they can change sex and reproduce. You know, it's like these all these little moments, right? You know, what he's. I have nothing to say about this movie. This like this didn't this didn't register at all you, you in were, my mind. Yeah, I mean, that yeah, is. You were yeah, just like, I I want to play with the the Lego Dino copters. This, <laughs> yeah, when this got which is like straight up just a hind D. It is a hind D. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, I thought that was funny. No, like there's there isn't a like like I said this movie. This was one of those movies that. When I first saw it, it got. If you get the Patreon to a thousand dollars a month, we'll buy Stu a copy of the Hind D helicopter. I'll build a Hind D. I've built model helicopters before. Have a Hind D's fucking nuts. A Hind D, Colonel. What's a Russian gunship doing at an American military base? Yeah, I don't, like I said, like this this movie just stood out to me because the first time I watched it, I thought it would just be more Jurassic World, and then there's just again, like it just it got dumber than i thought it could get and yeah. cra- kind of cracked me up but uh it's it's not a it's not a, a so bad it's good it's not a movie you need to can watch. i alley-oop off of your your point about the the, the screenplay and how there's nothing memorable yeah, in the movie? yeah because the thing the thing i think i mentioned this while we were watching it is yeah there's no memorable dialogue this is just characters doing banter at each other yeah, and is. like it's, so it's more yeah, fucking there's soy a, there's a lot of funny shit in the first jurassic park movie because it's like stuff that comes out of the performance and the story itself like uh, compare god creates dinosaurs god destroys dinosaurs god creates man man destroys god man creates dinosaurs dinosaurs eat man Woman inherits the earth. Compare that to. Need blood samples. I'm not here to help you reset the food chain, so take your own damn samples. What a nasty woman. And we had to rewind the. Sue rewound the movie when I pointed this out. That's a nasty woman. Yeah. So I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, I'm, I'm introducing a new segment, which has been a segment. 
in this podcast before, but I haven't given it a name. And and the name of it, and it's very fucking lazy, is this is this is Nicole's pop feminism corner. This is my fight song. I <laughs> because that 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 line is so stupid. And because it is it is just like solid evidence that Colin Trevorrow and his his Renfield, whatever his fucking name is, I could give Jimmy movies. No shits. Um because so much of this because so much of, of what they write is just like response to shit that's happening. I I just decided, like like we did when when we did The Last Jedi, just 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 search Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and Feminism. Oh um, god, I can just imagine this because this was just the peak of the, just the reductious <laughs> think piece I, era. I kind of I kind of just picked it at random just just because the the random the 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 title of it was like too perfect um in in representing sort of what we're fucking talking about and up against uh how the new Jurassic World film strikes a blow against Trump in just two words by Kaylee uh, Dre. And they, they, and it drives me insane because they write this shit knowing they're going to get these fucking think pieces and Twitter posts and gifts. Miguel, can you, I'm going to do a little bit of a reading. So Miguel, in, insert some, some appropriate music. Claire, though, is not the only named female character this time around. We also have Maisie Lockwood, the plucky child who clambers into dumbwaiters, crawls around research labs, and tries her hardest to put a stop to her guardian's evil dino poaching plans. And of course, there's sardonic paleontologist veterinarian uh, Zia Rodriguez, who talks back, fights for what she believes. How the fuck is she not Asian? I'm sorry, that still bothers me. He looks Asian. Like, they, they don't make Latinas that look like that. Who talks back, fights for what she believes in, and point blank refuses to take anyone's shit. Uh, side note, shit is censored, so it's just S star star T. Alright, well, anyways, Kaylee continues. Indeed, it is Zia's inclusion in the film which offers producers the opportunity to, ever so subtly, lambast the real-life President Trump. During an encounter with evil mercenary Ken Wheatley, Zia refuses to give him what he wants from her, despite him threatening her with physical violence. What a nasty woman, Wheatley says to his colleagues. These four little words are a clear nod to Donald Trump's similar description of election opponent Hillary Clinton. Indeed, the phrase nasty woman has since been adopted by people ideologically opposed to Trump, and its inclusion in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom encourages viewers to compare the politician to Levine's brutish, boorish villain, Levine Levine. He is the kind of man who rants and rails when he doesn't get what he wants who undermines women through name-calling and making unsolicited comments about their physical appearance, who refuses to take no for he's, an answer. He's barely a character in this. Like Famous, Famously, actually, the dinosaurs didn't campaign in Michigan. That was one of the things that was that they didn't but, do. Yeah, but it is. You know what I hate <laughs> with these types of characters? They start with like a list of traits of toxic masculinity, then work backwards to a guy, instead of like writing a character that is just like has these traits organically as part of characterize characterizing like a guy who is like a professional mercenary. <laughs> can I can I can I continue? Because the, yeah. the rest of this is also very deeply funny. 
Of course, the nasty woman comment isn't Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom's only reference to Trump. Earlier in the film, when the world is debating whether or not to save the island full of deadly dinosaurs from a second extinction via volcano, reports from various TV stations pop up on screen. If you look closely at one such report, the scrolling graphic at the bottom makes an all-too-obvious reference to Trump's habit of declaring things as fake news, with the text reading, U.S. President questions the existence of dinosaurs in the first place. And indeed, we need... Need we even mention the fact that Toby Jones' high-end auctioneer, I didn't even know that guy had a name, uh, wears a familiar blonde hairpiece throughout the film? Exactly. Oh and, my and yeah, God. She, she, she ended that with exactly, which is only okay when I do it. But uh, it's so, if you weren't planning to go and see Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom for its volcanic eruptions, haunted house vibes, and dino fueled action, it's definitely worth checking it out for its unabashed shaming of Donald Trump. You've been you've been owned by the Jurassic Park franchise. Fuck you. <laughs> that's that's a great reason to watch a movie just so it can tell just so it can flatter your personal politics. That's hold on. What else? What else is this lady written? This is our most right wing episode ever. What was her name? Kaylee Dre. She is a writer for stylist.co.uk. Kaylee Dre. Ka- Kaylee Dre. Not a clever girl. I said it, but I, I, but I mean, it's just, I'm just, I'm, it's so tedious. I mean, like, it's not that people have political points in their movies or whatever. Or it's, it's just the, the, the way it's done where it's like performing for people who write stuff like this or like giving them material. I mean, I, I feel like a lot of people that write this stuff like this are just like getting press kits from the studio, right? Oh, oh Telling absolutely. them what shit to look out for and comment yeah. on. Um. It's yeah, just, including, it's, it's so an extension of the marketing that it's is what makes it so grating. In, in, uh, including other articles she's written uh, titled like Rosario Dawson is a warrior, outcast and rebel in Star Wars Ahsoka. And watch the trailer for Cat Person, the psychological thriller of our dreams or nightmares. Yeah, these are <laughs> these are not articles. These are like. These are like crayon drawings done by like a, a three-year-old. It's like one of those articles you click where it's like the top ten fucking best power drills, and it's all just paid product placement for it, yeah. You know, it's and and I mean, I, we we really need to like at some point do a bunch of research and dedicate like an episode to the whole industrial complex of like passing off critique and analysis and previews or, or, or passing off advertising as like critique and, and analysis and previews and, and stuff. Um, but this, like, like one of the things with this movie, like I, I wanted to mention earlier is, is like it, it, it has like, all I can like, like the formula now is, is this like maintaining this narrow band of tone where you're never too excited or too sad or too much of anything. And one of the things I noticed in this movie is like you have the two like zillennial characters, and then it's like when they do their relatable, quippy, zillennial fucking podcaster banter, it's like it's not part of a larger scene. It's like you have a scene, like they're in the trucks driving along, uh, going down, and then it stops so they can banter. And then it's it's just their comedy relief banter. It's like, uh, it's over we, we, 10 minutes, we have our comedy relief, and then we get another 10 minutes action, and, 10, and, and it's just... Movie stops, they do their little banter, then it moves, keeps going again. Whereas you watch like you know, the original Jurassic Park, for contrast, the, the comic moments 
are it's not like the movie stops to have a comedy scene and then goes back to dinosaur action. It's the the moments that are funny and the moments that are exposition and the moments that build character are all the same moments. They're all uh interlaced nicely. Right? And 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 organic to the character in the context of the moment. Um it's, it's just way more elegant. It's just it's just a lack of craft. Like that's it, it, the whole, I guess, half of what we're trying to say with this podcast is the the basic level of craft in even making a big spectacle dumb movie has declined as the the, the commercial interests have become even more dominant uh, and, and as the whole systems become even more centralized and and uh, consolidated into mega corporations. I don't know. Do we? Is there anything else to say about this this movie? Or, or anything else we want to say just on this episode? Other things we want to talk about? Like, uh, Do you want to know how much this movie cost without looking it up? Uh, I'm going to say like $180 million, $200 million, $220 million. <laughs> Oh, shit, baby. This is probably the most expensive movie we've ever talked about. Uh, estimated budget, $432 million. What? Yeah. <laughs> What? <laughs> does this? How does this not fucking blackpill you? Like, I that I, money's not on screen, man. No, where did it how go? Should, this how is should, money how that money? Scheme. How much that budget was? Chris Pratt. Fuck. This movie costs more than Endgame by like at least thirty million dollars. Do you, do you know what the original? You know what the budget for the original Jurassic Park was, which is like a huge effects-heavy spectacle movie. I'm gonna say less than a hundred million. Uh, in 1993, $63 million yep. adjusted for inflation. That comes in a bit under 120. How? As, as we said last episode, <laughs> we need to get money out of movies. Not, not through the writers, or the actors, but like, well, this, this, okay, this, we, this, we this to, movie should we need not to pay cost the, like, under a billion dollars. We need, Look, we, we I need know, to pay the saying, like top two guys less. In, yeah, in no, cast. that's what like, I mean. You don't need to spend $30 million on it. There is absolutely no fucking reason in the world this movie should cost just shy of half a billion dollars. It's ridiculous. That it's is ridiculous. in fucking sane. And this movie's still like, and by that look- metric, just kind of barely made a, a okay profit. Even though this made like $1.3 billion at the box office. The fact that these all make at least $1 billion of like again, I had like a major black pill moment this week just thinking about it. Like, this is what audiences want. Like what they want. I think it's we're not they, you worth, know, they, are we worth saving? I feel like fucking how many, I, I feel how like many fucking first Jurassic Park fans are there. I feel like I'm in a Paul fucking trader movie. I, I don't I don't think that the movie making a billion dollars necessarily means that it's popular. I just think that it was like wide release enjoyable enough for everyone to find it without without being inoffensive. That that's that's what I think. Like I mean there are like these you know like the MCU movies have stands online but they yeah. don't represent the, the average fuck? person who watches these movies. They who just think the fuck is a Jurassic World fans. Like these are these yeah. are normal people on their days off going to go they, see like a, a mediocre to bad movie. Cuz pe- here's the thing. People, we need to audit this like, shit. Here, like here, I, here's here's how my parents way to going to the theaters. Going to the theater is expensive. It's time consuming. If you've got kids, it's it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. And if you have a kid like Stu, oh my God, don't even try. 
No, I was a good kid to take in public. I was. Uh, I would just. I would sit and watch no, the movie quietly and pay kick, attention. You would kick your feet. You would kick. You would, I was really like yeah. my kick my feet a little bit. Um, yeah, but uh, Stu is not beating Stu the feet. Stu, Stu, <laughs> Stu, little tiny Stu feet not touching the floor, just kicking him with a giant lollipop yeah, yeah, and a been, spinning you've been beanie. Canceled. You've been canceled for kicking the floor. Just I, eating a giant I, candy bar and then taking licks of your lolly. It was just like a tick. I didn't realize I was doing it. Just if I'd stop and I was told to stop. No, because I, I, I sat and paid attention to movies. Um, no, you were wearing but, a uh, spinning propeller beanie. <laughs> but, uh, you know, it, like your calculation is you, if you're going to watch a movie on a great big screen, you, you want to go watch a big movie, right? Like you're not going to go see a drama or a comedy at a theater because that's not going to be any more enjoyable than it is on your TV. That was like my parents' calculation, right? If we're going to go to the theater, it's for a, a big, big spectacle movie. So, oh yeah, if you just so so people will just show so you know you, you factor in like if people go to the theater and they pick from what the options they're given, and they're gonna when they're at the theater, they're gonna pick and spending all that money, they're gonna pick something reliable and big and spectacular and inoffensive because no one yeah. wants to spend thirty, fifty, seventy bucks. To see a movie that might be kind of a gamble on their level of enjoyment, yeah. like yeah, like like a like a Robert Eggers movie, they're going to check that out when it comes to streaming when it's not costing them a ton of money because they don't know if yeah. they like it or not. The, um, I, I mean, Northman underperformed at the box office. In case in point, when I went and saw Mother with my my dad, and my stepmother, big fucking mistake on their part. It was a gift for me, but the, yeah, the average person doesn't want to take that like risk absolutely but i'm just not like, when it costs that just, much money i yeah. was just just the, the again compare just it's it's but like it's people just like, the, the denigration of the jurassic park brand but I don't, with each movie yeah is i don't blame audiences shocking. for that right like i don't blame audiences for that they <laughs> they, they, no. they make uh, they, they choose audit, from the options on, they're on, given on the box office yeah. of this movie because either people actually saw this or in theaters in which case, I'm just like, you know, I'm going to go full like Gendo Akari. We need to all become like one sentient being. No more individuality, instrumentality now, bitch. We're, 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 we're going back to the, the, the fucking primordial ooze. We're, we're hopeless as, <laughs> as a, a species. Or, uh, or this was some like a Sound of Freedom shit time. where, you know, the, the studio was like buying tickets in bulk and then like doing MLM shit to get your like meme on pep pep. I mean, pe- I mean people definitely went to see this movie because it's because oh, yeah. it was like, OK, big dinosaur. Action. I don't know what's worse, though. When we when we screened the last one at work, it was like a three weekend sellout. There was there are like what? there's no actual fans of these movies. I've never met someone that's like, holy shit, new Jurassic World. But like they get butts in seats because you're, you're forgetting about the, the myriad of, di- of dinosaur autism people. That, yeah, that but I mean, too. that's not like those. They're the, not the, like, no, they're not the primary on, like, primary audience, but they are definitely Jurassic Park demographics can be really visible online, but doesn't mean they're yeah. proportionally no, of course, part of the real yeah. world. Yeah. But I just mean like, like audiences, like, like I said, when they're making their calculation, it's like, you know, on video or rental now on streaming, whatever, they'll take risks because the cost is really low. So they'll try all kinds of shit. But when you're going to the theater... You for you for your money. You don't want to drop all that money and then be sitting in a movie right. that 
you don't like. So you pick something that seems safe. Which is why we need to we need to tr- we need to take the options away from these people. These people are cattle. Yeah, they no, need, they are. They well, they're, 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 that's they my point. That's my point. A, I'm not even saying they're cattle. I'm just saying that. They they're they're making a calculation that makes they're, they're, sense. The, the masses are asses. They're sheeple. They're making a calculation that makes sense when movie tickets cost an insane amount of money. If it didn't yeah. cost an insane fortune to go to the theater, people would take more chances with what they see at the theater. Also, I mean, people, the, the, the only other movies... Good movies that are appealing to them. Like the Batman movie made a shitload yeah, of no, people well, they, like they, fucking, there were a couple Most people aren't... Was, snobs about movies right yeah like, they appreciate when they see a great movie but they will accept anything that's just okay right yeah. within within the con because again when people go to the theater they're looking for big and spectacle because that because otherwise they could just watch it at home and it wouldn't be that different so so they they just you know they have low standards for what they'll accept but they appreciate when something is genuinely great like i don't think any like like i don't think hardly anybody would disagree if you said the original Jurassic Park's way better than any of the sequels. They'll just no, say, oh, the sequels yeah, are good enough not. to entertain me because they're not snobs. If, if that person exists, they are deeply unwell. But I mean, the other thing, well, I, I mean, I, this movie <laughs> made most of its. But I mean, I mean, like if someone says like the sequels are better than the original Jurassic Park, they should be put in a mental hospital. Yeah, I don't think anybody would, right? Like people no. know the difference between a movie they thought was good enough and a movie that is like, holy shit. Genuinely. I mean, the the other angle we could all I could go with here, and this is a less uh, individually cynical read, but also just a testament to you know the continued sort of imperialism of of Western Hollywood movies. Uh, most of this movie's revenue came from the international market. It made like just shy of like nine hundred million dollars, yeah, like internationally, which is a huge, which is a huge, huge part of. Haul. But it's also a huge part of like why these movies are kind of part of why these movies are made like this now is because yeah. Hollywood has one thing that makes them competitive overseas against various regional and local films is like the, just the size of the like right. effects budget and stuff. Um, that, that's Which like I, it. I will give this movie. There are a couple of if 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 not decent good C if it's not really good CG. I, I'm pretty sure there are it, actual sort of puppet animatronics. There's a handful of animatronics. The CG is a mixed bag. Enough. There's some shots that there's, look pretty decent. Look really and there's some bad. that look really bad. And there bad. are a lot of really bad ones. Um, which again, because you're not you're not just like one effects house working closely with the rest of the production, which is how you get good results. Um Yeah. I'm assuming they they had like they outsourced the CG to like ten different companies. I didn't check. I gave up researching. Yeah, it's like we have ILM, Weta, uh MPC or whatever they're called, um, all doing uh and then the subcontractors and then all the way down the chain until it's just some Indian guy on Fiverr working in Blender and he just, so the results are just all over the place, right? Um but I mean, yeah, like that, and that's why, like you know, the the characterization, the quality of the screenplays, the the emphasis on structure, all of that is kind of thrown by the wayside because it's like, well, we need to translate this into every language and have it sell, um, and have it be like, you know, it needs to be everything to everyone, so it yeah. can't be particularly much of anything to anybody. Uh, so you know, the so the internet, so trying to sell to the whole planet is a big part of that. And also, again, that's why I think you can't blame mass audiences like, you know, people in India. It's like, oh, you know, I mean, I watch all my 
movies in Hindi or Tamil or whatever, and I get all the mm-hmm. plot and like all the stuff I want there. So I'm gonna go to the the big megaplex and see the big Hollywood movie because it's that's the one time I get to see the big yeah, special effects I, my film industry can't do. That was also and something then, I I remember we suspected in the case of the Mummy, where I, a lot of it felt like it was written for for you know people who like in in a way so that it could be like easily translated yeah. overseas or you know international audiences could understand because it's it was so dumb because i imagine that the, the translation jobs are probably pretty rushed right like you're not yeah. like you know when you get when you take like a classic russian novel and get someone who like really meticulously tries to translate it in a way that retains like complexity and beauty it's like no we're just gonna bang out these subtitles and dubs and so the that we can make that process cheaper and easier if the starting material has minimal complexity and is just straight exposition really simple lines of dialogue and quips like admittedly you know so that just happened or they fly now easy to translate not heavily dependent on idiom or cultural context right right um oh dude when there's later on there's a scene in in uh, a movie that we're gonna see in like i don't know a few years from now in the show uh that like that that just has like built-in edit points for like between a gay scene that like an editor can just go in and like premiere and like prop out. It's oh, they, they shot it to make it really easy to remove. <laughs> they sh- yeah, like oh, they, they they have like they have like a scene. I'm not gonna name the movie, uh, but they have a scene where they're like, oh yeah, let's all let's all go out, let's all go get ready to you know go take on this shit or whatever, and then like everyone leaves but like the two gay characters and then they have like a gay kiss and then it cuts to like a completely different location and they're all outside <laughs> yeah. yeah was that was that, that rise like, of skywalker it's not rise of skywalker oh, they, they've it done it a, a lot movie. yeah it is a disney movie that that does have a gay oh, having a gay kiss as a big thing and yeah you know, uh, it's, i'm not gonna guess and again it's like it's like all this could. stuff is so uh, what I think, you know, I think the way it works is you get people who probably sincerely mean things or convince themselves they sincerely mean things, who then just once they're in the machine rationalize, it's like, well, at least American audiences will see this gay kiss and it'll matter. Like they just, they, they keep telling themselves, exactly. like, you know, people have a way of just telling themselves whatever it is they do is important so they can mm-hmm. keep doing it. Um, to a certain extent, I get it because it's like everyone that's making that that decision is like two billion levels up the food chain. Yeah. You know? Like you're, I mean, you're the, you're the asshole that makes the movie and you're like, Oh, I'm going to have a gay kiss because my gay friend wants like representation or whatever. Uh, and then you, you, then like some, some asshole, like 12 pay grades higher than you. It's like, we have to show this in Somalia. Like, yeah, you know, if, we, if we don't if we don't get the two million, if we don't get Somalia's entire GDP, yeah, uh, Bob Iger in, or whoever, in, right? in fucking like, yeah, in ticket sales, the, then they have to, the, the, then it's over, and the movie won't make any money. And and that's the thing, like even the people at the top, like they're making their decisions based on, and I mean, like what you think the market wants is an ideological thing, but they're they're making what are to their understanding rational market-based business decisions so you can't like you know it's not that you have to like these guys or that they have zero agency you know the higher up you are the more relative agency you have at the end of the day all of this is driven by 
economics and yeah. an economic no, system all, and the incentives it's it all pro- profit motives at the it's end of the day. Capitalism. Like, it's capitalism. It's capitalism, baby. Mo- and that's movies suck because of capitalism. what this sh- the entire podcast is fucking about. Yeah. Do you guys have watched something else? I do. I we're at the watch something. Yeah, else. I, because I, if we go any longer, I'm, my the eye, my eyes are gonna roll into the back of my head, and I'm gonna put like a speaking in tongues, putting a fatwa against uh, Colin and his ex- entire extended. Um, but no, I I uh, have a great watch something else. Uh, it's a little movie called Tammy and the T-Rex, which you may have heard about because uh, the le- Red Letter Media guys did uh, Best of the Worst on it. But uh, more importantly, I th- Vinegar Syndrome, I believe, released. Uh, there was an R-rated cut, uh, the gore cut, they called it, uh, that was withheld for the longest time. And they they beautifully restored it. I watched it with my roommates last year. It fucking killed uh, it's it's a movie where Denise Richards is dating Paul Walker, and then he gets kidnapped and has his brain swapped uh, and placed into a giant robotic T Rex. <laughs> and so Paul Walker is a T Rex, and he's trying to get back with Denise Richards. Yeah, so this he, shape of water, who Tammy the T Rex bitch. And there's a there's a shot. I think I I think I talked about it when we were watching the 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 part in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom with the Pedoraptor doing the Hungarian Bell Lugosi handshake. Yeah. There's a shot in in the wonderful movie Tammy and the T Rex where Paul Walker as the T Rex is, is trying to use a payphone to call Denise Richards, and a, a puppet hand comes up from. The bottom of the screen puts change in the payphone and calls Denise Richards, <laughs> and it's fucking wonderful. Uh, yeah, so my wife, full enthusiastic, watch something else. Pick fuck Jurassic World, especially fuck you, Colin Trevorrow. You just, you, I mean, you just wrote this piece of shit, but like, pack watch. What, what movie did did you mention at the beginning? And I was like, oh, that would be a good watch. Something else. And I forgot what it was. Uh, Congo? <laughs> no, no. Um, I mean, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna save some some Godzilla movies for the back pot. You know what? Now I'll throw out, I'll throw out one, the one that kind of not my favorite of the Heisei series, but like the one I think is like Jurassic World. If it was like fully leaned into like the schlock and the stupid, and it came back around to being like awesome is uh the godzilla versus king Ghidorah, because that's yeah, a movie I mean, where it has like a jurassic park reference in it, it has it right? well more importantly there's a guy who in in the in the universe of that specific godzilla movie will grow up to be the father of steven spielberg yeah and then he says take something like, like take that dinosaur shoot it <laughs> <laughs> and I think he says something about like, oh, this story is amazing. I can't wait to tell my my infant son about this. Yeah, no, they do surf Dracula shit for they do. Yeah, they do that movie that is a deeply stupid movie, but it also has the absolute most going for it than I think any other Godzilla movie I've seen. Like, there is 
so much stupid shit in that that it's kind of awesome. Okay, so yeah, Tammy and the T-Rex and uh, Godzilla versus King Ghidorah. I'm just trying to think of like an equivalent. The to 90s this. one, not the original like 60s I, one. My my watch something else is going to be a little different. It's actually going to be a play something else. Uh, go over to BZ Power's website. You can play the <laughs> Lego Dino Attack uh, <laughs> top down shooter flash game. God, at at some point we are just just because of you, we are going to probably have to fucking do the Lego movie. We'll probably I don't, I don't know. know. I was I'm actually, I don't it know. Sucks. It might be just, it might come up at some point, but I'm not gonna commit to that. It sucks. I mean, it's fine for what it is, but it, it just it suffers so much because it set a lot of trends. You know, we we let them, you know, they 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 made the Lego movie good enough that we let them get away with the concept of making a Lego movie, and now here we are. Um, so yeah, that's my watch. Something <laughs> just else. baby games. For fuck's the, sake! I think, you can, I think you can play it on the Wayback Machine. I'm, I'm booting it up now. Oh my god, you can't even play it. I mean, if we can recommend video games, I'm just gonna say, like, just just go play Resident Evil. Just just play yeah. the, the the Resident Evil remake, the 2001 remake. Go play Dino Crisis, actually. <laughs> go play Dino Crisis. Yeah, or here's, Dino here's Crisis. What, I'm gonna put you guys onto some game. If you have a PC, just download the the PS1 or PS2 emulator. Uh, and conf- look up a configuration guide for your version of Windows. Uh, you're going to want to go to... Uh, that was a PS1 game, right? That was... Uh, Dino, Dino Crisis has a PS1 and Dreamcast version. It might actually have like a PC release, but it's probably one of those... Okay, I so I would, rec- I would recommend the work. Dreamcast version then probably because Dreamcast... Yeah, yeah, it'll look a bit better. better. Yeah. 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 Um, and then you're going to want to go... You're going to want to look up Dino Crisis. <laughs> You're gonna want to download that shit. Apparently, it is uh 542 megabytes, so it's actually less of a it's a it's it's a, a smaller file by about a quarter, uh, of it, it's about a quarter the size of the uh of Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. You download the ROM, throw it in the this. folder, point the ROM to the folder. Bam! Now you're playing Dino Crisis. Like just plug in a controller. Just just go to just Google uh, emulator emulation wiki and go to the emulation general wiki. And then be sure to go to lab.com and just just learn just just learn how to how to emulate old games. I mean, PS2 emulation can be kind of a pain in the ass, but uh, GameCube, Dreamcast, PS1 emulation, uh, anything like 16-bit era Super Nintendo Genesis and earlier. All works great, really easy to do. I'm kind of curious if there's love content for Baldur's Gate 3. Oh, like, for sure. Oh, I guarantee it. Like, there's no way there's The not. game itself is already a porno. Like, I had to I had to <laughs> ask several characters to be like, stop fucking them. <laughs> um, but let's see if there's any Baldur's Gate 3 love content. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Stu, did you, other than Resident Evil, did you did you have an actual movie to, to uh, suggest? I mean, it's not really related to anything, but I watched Bram Stoker's Dracula right now, the 1993 Francis Ford Coppola movie. Yeah, just I just rewatched it last week. It's yeah, fucking it's, great. It's great, yeah. It's fucking Amazing fantastic. Amazing costume and production design, really visually Oh my god. Great. 
I mean, it's 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 kind of like yo, feverish yo, and yo, hallucinatory yo. And, and over the top. It's it's yo, delightful. Sorry, I'm doing like the autistic little like clap. But yeah. um, I watched the feature about the costume design. Did you know the the dress Lucy wears as she's like doing the BCL? That's orange. That's not red. That's orange. That's an orange dress. Oh, is it just the lighting? Yeah, that fucking blew my mind when I what the fuck? Um, no, fucking Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um. I, I will always sort of hold a grudge against Coppola a little bit for cucking Cronenberg out of winning the Palm d'Or for Crash. Because that was like, dude, you, you made this movie. Fault, so. You made this stupid. movie. That's not his fault. Yeah. Uh, he, he, it, it was because he was the president of the jury. Apparently, according to Wikipedia, which, you know, dubious, well, Wikipedia quoting some article, uh, it was actually Winona Ryder that took the script for Bram Stoker's yeah, Dracula to Coppola. Yeah. Which yeah, is, shout which out, is cool. shout Apparently, out. Apparently they have they have lore accurate genitalia mods for Baldur's Gate 3. What's accurate genitalia? All genitalia is accurate and it's valid. It just makes the pen it just makes the orc penises bigger. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is a game for perverts. I've been hearing a lot about this shit. Which which Baldur's Gate races are circumcised? Uh so actually Actually, as someone that's played Baldur's Gate 3, you can choose your level of circumcision in the game. Which was the style at the time? I'm not even kidding. No fucking way. No, Yeah. What the fuck? The game is like wildly horny. Oh my god. This this is what my friends have been doing in their spare time. There's, there's always been a constituent. There's there there's always been um uh, 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 a certain like uh, Bioware role-playing game Fujoshi contingent. Like they've been making, yeah. like Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 weren't very horny. To, Baldur's Gate 2 kind of introduced having romances with your companions, basically. It kinda it's just sort that of saying, the saying the quiet part out loud with the Baldur's Gate stuff where it's like, what if, what if the whole game acknowledged that point? One thing I actually, I, I now have beef with the, uh, with the horny modding community. Uh, <laughs> of Baldur's Gate 3, because apparently over 11,000 people downloaded a mod that gets rid of all the pubic hair in the game. Oh, come um, on. Boo. Boo. It's a medieval setting. Who's getting waxes? Full bush. This is, this is a pro-pubic hair podcast, actually. Jesus. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, um, Baldur's Gate 1 and 2 have had, like, mods that are, like, deeply, deeply disturbingly horny for, like, 20 years. Uh, at, uh, at, at the live show, we're actually going to be checking. If you, and if you have, if, yeah. you, if you've shaved. No. Do what you want with, with your own genitals. I just if, think it's weird we ever, to have, like, a really have, strong if, opinion. If we ever do a live a, show, a, we, will, we will not check your genitalia. That's, that, no, that's not, it. I don't, I don't care about your genitalia. We don't care. But if you have we're not checking your bush. You can't hang. You can't hang. <laughs> Sorry. Well, now, now, we're, now we're eliminating a, a good... A, a, an audience, you know, and a potential oh, you know, audience. Speaking of uh, just gratuitous sexuality, did you notice who's one of Dracula's brides? In yeah, Monica Bellucci. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucked her. Now actually. that's a Monica Bellucci. Yeah, like she she bites she, she bites Keanu Reeves right on the dick. It's great. And again, Keanu, <laughs> I love you, but he's terrible. He's terrible he's in that. Terrible. Movie. It's really in too that. bad. <laughs> 
It's, he's just straight. He's it's, it's he's just fresh, too fresh out of Bill and Ted. Fortunately, it's God, really why, all about Winona Ryder all the, and Gary. Why Wilder. are all the top bods on the stage oh, body hair removers? This is bumming me out. Oh, God, okay, gross. All right. Well, let's do. No, want to thank thank our September yeah, yeah, patrons. Yeah, we thank our new patrons. If anyone's still listening after all. Uh, all that. I thought that was a nice D and D game, and apparently it's it's a, a game for degenerates. Thank you to Lil Tisa, Tash Diehard, Jay, Don Cyborg. Someone just had a, like a like a hands free off of the Nicole ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Angel, Juan C. Rodriguez, Glenn Shook, K. Samuel Mercier. Uh, Osiris and Osiris Osiris and (laughs) Connor Friggin thank you Uh, a lot of new subscribers lately we we appreciate and love all of you it it really does get you one of those uh, those those ASMR girl microphones where they have like two ears have you seen those Oh, the stereoscopic no. microphones. Yeah, I need so you can scratch yeah. nails against one side or the other. Um, I don't get that yeah, shit. We, uh, Nicole, we need to get you like one of these arms in a pop I know. filter. I, um, I, yeah, I, I just also need a better desk setup that is not the yeah. fuck. I draw my weed. No, not again. How do you keep fucking doing this? Oh my god, dude! I just spilled like a gram on my desk. Oh, well, it's you can, on your, it's it's on on your, your desk. desk. It just it's not on a scoop carpet. it back into your your container. Yeah, you're, you'll live. You're fine. Anyway, you're, um, on, you're all right. You're gonna you're gonna be okay. Patreon.com slash marvelous death. Uh, yes, we at are, marvelous death on Twitter. We are as uh, of today just shy of two hundred dollars per month. So so thank you all so much for listening and supporting What's the show. Two hundred dollar uh, patron reward. They they took away the patron tiers. Yeah, they took away the tiers. Uh, I don't but, even uh, remember. I don't have to come on a comic anymore. I mean, you offered to do that. Yeah, that was your idea. You, no one was, was no, no one in the audience like begging for that. You, yeah, you, yeah. People, you just, people inf- really this wanted is a to, self-inflicted wound. People really wanted to get some of my DNA on a piece of shitty newsprint. But uh, I think that was a good point to end it. Again, thank everyone for listening. Yeah. Have a great whatever time this of day it is. This was uh, a deeply stupid episode about a deeply, a deeply stupid, stupid movie. movie. Yeah, which it, means it, the episode is going to, to be good. Yeah, the you, you can tell the quality of the movie based on how many just completely arbitrary and inane digressions we have. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll see you again soon. Everybody. We'll see you next time. Good night. Bye. Bye. mosquitoes and before long they were cloning DNA Shout out to Jim. Hi Jim. Shout out to Jim. Hi Jim.